Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one... The only Pucko Podcast! Oh, hey guys, what's going on? Oh, hey, Bo. Uh, what's with that hat? Um, uh, you mean my hat? I mean, yeah. it's just my hat. I wear it all the time. What about it? I, I mean, you're inside. You should probably, like, take it off, you know? There's no sun in here. We're gonna be here for a while. I, I mean, I wanna wear my hat. It's, it's, it's my take, hat. Take the hat off, Bo. You're disrespecting me. I'm going to disrespectfully decline. Take take the hat off, Bo. What are you hiding under there? Nothing. I'm not hiding anything. Shamu, take his hat off. No, okay. give it back. Shamu, stop. Bo, <sighs> Bo, whoa. Bo, have you been a girl this entire time? Welcome to the 196th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I'm your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my co-host, Bosefus, and Shamu. And we're here to bring you another exciting episode of the Puckle Podcast. Uh, it's, uh, as always, Puckle stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a uh, nonsensical name we came up with a while ago, like quite a while ago. Uh, and if you're new to the podcast, uh, welcome, we talk about all things Pokemon here, and uh, every week we have a different topic. So keep on listening, and maybe we get some cool things going on. Uh, as for now, uh, I'm going to ask you guys the question that I ask you guys every week. What have you been up to in Pokemon lately? How about uh, you, Bo? I'll go uh, first. <laughs> um, I was telling you guys, I bought Pokemon Adventures Volume 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Yeah. And I've been reading that some. Well, I've read all of them up to that, and that's the one I'm on right now. I've also been playing the poop out of these Japanese games. Oh, yeah, that's right. You got the Japanese games for your birthday. Yeah, green is so great. You guys have never been to a green Cerulean city before. Wait, Not is... Happy. Oh, yeah, because in the color... In the Game Boy Color, it always changes colors. It's well, like in all, yellow, It's permanently tinted, that color. Yellow, all the towns turn to whatever color they're supposed to be. Yeah. And then... But in red and blue, all the towns were just red and blue. Yeah, I remember that. 
So you guys have never seen all these other towns in green before. And once I play through yellow, everything's going to be in yellow. <laughs> so because it's not the English yellow, it's the Japanese yellow. Wait, so, so do they do that not in the Japanese yellow? I have the Japanese yellow. Yeah, but does Japanese yellow not tint everything different colors? Nope. Everything stays yellow, including Why? the grass. You guys have never seen yellow grass either, and I have. I mean, I've seen well, yellow grass well, in real I... life. Shut up. I have. Yeah, never seen the... it, you've never seen it in not real life. I mean, isn't vermilion yellow? Yeah, but the grass is green. Oh, uh, I guess that's true. <laughs> Mwah. That's true. Never mind. But it's it, the hardest part is... Okay, so I taught my Jigglypuff... Um, a water gun so that I could get through Mount Moon faster. Yeah. And um, I forgot which slot it was on after setting it <laughs> down for like two days, and I used like every move except water gun because it's in Japanese and I can't read it. <laughs> it's, it's a miracle that I've... Not a miracle, but it's a good thing that I've like memorized these games since my childhood, and I've yeah. played them through like once a year since they came out probably, mm -hmm. sometimes multiple times. This year, definitely multiple times. So, like, I know all the dungeons, I know where everything is at, and, like, I pick something up, and I'm like, uh, okay, I know it's either this or this, and I'll just use it and figure it out. So, I, like, memorize the first symbols of stuff, so, like, I know I have this many Pokeballs, because that's the biggest number, so these are Pokeballs. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's incredible to keep organized, and I, the only thing I'm using to keep organized is the Pokedex. That's uh, I'm using I'm using the Pokedex, or the Pokemon handbook version one that you got from like scholastics when you were oh yeah kid, man i have that i do too and in the back there's like a checklist for all the pokemon you caught and i mm -hmm. just have color-coded pens for red blue green and yellow and i <laughs> just check it when i get your pokemon because i want to get four complete pokedexes on these games that'd be crazy i know i'm excited oh okay. crazy you should we should get you on the twitter and then you could just take pictures and like keep us updated on twitter okay i'll that do sounds that like it'd be interesting uh, I what? Totally do, I'm yeah. not all that far along. Yeah, no, that'd be interesting. I think I feel like that'd be something interesting that people would follow. Cool. Uh, what's up with you, uh, Doctor Shamu? I've been trying to binge the manga in like three days. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got through Red, Blue, Pepper Green. Off. That's close enough. I'm like what volume six. I mean, the ma the manga's uh, really good though. To be fair, and we'll talk more good. about that today, obviously, yeah. because you've read the title, but. I hate reading uh, the, this manga specifically online. Yes. Uh, it's so Pokemon... hard to find a clean copy of it. No, like, uh, what's awful is uh, the translations that were done for Gold, Sil Gold Silver manga. Like, because I, I, we did a manga episode, like, years ago, 2011 yeah. maybe, 2010. And uh, this, is a, this is an update on it, or a refresh on it, so we can talk about it in, like, the modern day era of Puckle, but... Mm -hmm. Uh, like, I tried to get into the Gold and Silver manga, so, like, I can do another episode on that. And what ended up killing that was that the translators, at least in 2010, like, yeah. they just swapped translators way too often oh. online. And so what happened was, people were going from left to right, and then right to left, and then, uh, the Pokemon would have Japanese nicknames, or they'd have English nicknames. So you had no idea... And so I couldn't, you couldn't follow it, because this was happening, like, every chapter. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I can't, I can't do this, so I quit. So hopefully this time I can get through it, and we can do, like, more manga episodes. If not, I can just, like, you know, mail you my hard copies. I don't want you to mail me back. anything, like a, like it's okay. We'll, we'll hug it, we'll hug it PuckleCon 2016, and, uh, <laughs> then we'll, then, then I'll read them. Okay. 
Uh, what? A, so yeah, Shamu's been binging. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was about to ask you again what you've been doing in Pokemon. Uh, as for myself, I haven't been doing much other than like refreshing on the manga, and I've been uh, getting ready for some new Puckle content. Uh, several different things oh, yeah. that we're going to be I trying in the very point. near future. Hopefully, by the end of September, all of, uh, I have three plan three in three in plans right planning stages right now. Hopefully, by the end of September, all three of those pieces of extra content will be coming to your earbuds slash eyeballs. Oh, yeah. Hint, hint. Hint, hint. And, uh, so they, they are all very close to being ready to be, uh, put out there for you guys. Uh, I also passed my candidacy exam. That was nice. Yay. Uh, yay, now I can get back to life. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I have a master's degree now. Isn't that crazy? Whoa. Yeah, right? You're as qualified as both of my parents. <laughs> I have a master's in science and <laughs> physics. And you know what kind of job you can get with a master's of science and physics? A teaching job. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just like the dumbest consolation prize. Like, if you were to fail your candidacy exam, they still give you a master's degree. <laughs> and then like, you just kind of go out into the world. <laughs> yeah, you still get this thing. It it really doesn't matter. It's really just a piece of paper that's just like, thanks for being here for two years. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, moving on, we're going to kick it over to the news. Some exciting stuff has happened, so stay with us. Cue the epic music. <laughs> Radio Tower. This just in. And the news. So the news. Uh, there's not much going on uh, except for like kind of the biggest thing in Pokemon right now, uh, which is the Pokemon World Championships are happening right now in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, the problem is uh, this is being recorded right before the uh, final Masters battle at five o'clock tonight, and so we don't know who the world champion is. We'll let you know in the uh, in the next episode. But <laughs> we'll probably post it on the website too. Yeah, I can tell you that he is Japanese. Um, yes. Because the only people that are left in the uh, world championships are Japanese. In uh, in masters division. In the masters division, yes. Uh, the one that everybody cares about. Nobody really cares about who the journal jur- uh, juniors world champion is. And I don't know. I'm very excited. There there were some good matches this year at Worlds. And uh, moving on to uh, other things that happen at Worlds, uh, we were all hoping that like Z version would get announced at Worlds, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? Uh, well, but it didn't. I mean, there's do. still time because the closing ceremonies haven't happened yet. The closing ceremonies happen tonight at six, so maybe we'll find out about it at six o'clock tonight or something. But uh, the uh, Pocken Fighters was announced. And they actually had like an invitational championship or invitational tournament for like fighting game people to come and play at. No. Which, mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a stream of it too. Yeah, there was a stream. It happened. People. I watched it happen. Uh, they also revealed a new character. Played, one of the in, best uh, characters right now is like Pikachu. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the uh, one of the new they just announced a new character, which is uh, Pikachu L- Libre. So it's the uh, 
It's the, the, uh, fight, the Luchador Pikachu. Yeah, it's the uh, cosplay Pikachu from o- Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. He's in that as well. Um, hopefully there's going to be more characters as well. I mean, that is what a Tekken game does. Yeah. A Tekken game typically tests with a few characters, and then more get added. So we'll yeah. find out as the game's being tested. Uh, more importantly, though, it is coming to Wii U next spring, which uh, a lot of people yeah. are very excited about. I mean, I plan on picking up the game when it comes out. I th- I Man, I'm going to have to buy a Wii U now. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a Wii U system seller, and I think I think it puts it to rest the uh, the fact that the uh, the rumors of Nintendo's next system coming out next year. I mean, uh, if you're going to put out a game that big on the Wii U, you're not going to do it right at the end of its life cycle. I suppose. They also just put a patent down for a discless console. Yeah, that's what I saw. Uh, I'm not ready for an all-online console oh, yet. No, well, they said they were also going to have like little memory cartridges, which makes me think that it's going to go back to like, cartridges. I'm down with cartridges. Cartridges are awesome. Cartridges, cartridges are so much crap. harder to break than discs. Yeah, and uh, so much harder to get, like, dirty, scratched. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so much easier to, like, handle, yeah. to take with you. Like, you don't have to have a case. You can stick it in your pocket. It doesn't matter if you eat Cheetos and touch it with your <laughs> gross hands. It doesn't matter. You just <sighs> stick it I mean, in there. I mean, I'm very interested. I mean, I could also see the NX just being, like, a Wii U 3DS hybrid, uh, where you can play 3DS games and Wii and U games on it. That would be kind of cool. I mean, it would be very interesting to have... Uh, I kind of would like that. I mean, I'd be really for down for a sort of, kind of, like, uh... Like, I, I mean, it'd be nice to play the 3DS on the TV. It, almost like a Game Boy player on your and then uh, you would have po- GameCube. You would have, like, Pokemon on your TV then. Yeah, like exactly. Battles and stuff. I mean, that that's almost <laughs> as good as giving me a Pokemon Stadium. Yeah. Uh, not quite. Not quite a Pokemon Stadium. But it's it's close. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, Pokemon Fighters is coming out, which gets me really excited. Uh, not be, I'm not like a huge fighting game fan. Uh, Ethan though is. Mm-hmm. Ethan, I mean, when that game comes out, Ethan's definitely going to be on that episode, or he's going to feel really bad that he wasn't. And uh, off but, topic, yeah. Uh, but since we're kind of done with that one, uh, do we have a name for the new little uh, Gen six and a half Pokemon yet? I don't, okay, I don't think he's a Gen 6 and a half Pokemon, first of all. Uh, I think he's Gen 7. Uh, no, we don't have an, I don't think he's Gen 7 either. <laughs> I think he's Gen 6. Um, I think, yeah, I think I he has something Gen to do with Zygarde. Like, uh-huh. 100% connected to Zygarde. That's I, right, I kind of remember that. I like his circle eye. It could be like Zygarde D Digivolved or something, you know? But there's multiple of them. Yeah, five of them have to, like, Digivolve together to become Zygarde, maybe. But they're Pokemon. But they're Pokemon. I mean, it's not the first time that they stole some ideas from Digimon, like Mega Evolution, <laughs> which what, is essentially what is, Digivolution. What does the internet call this guy? Uh, the internet calls him Larry. Larry? That's what Reddit's calling him. Larry. Okay. <laughs> they're calling him Larry. All right. I knew it was something nonsensical. That's why I was like, this can't be this Pokemon's actual name. No, no, it's not. It's it's uh it's from Reddit. I mean, we we'll get a name probably. Uh, when I, the I, Mega Evolution Act 4 comes out in Japan, I believe, later next month? It better. I just watched 1 through 3, like, yesterday. Yeah. And uh, my roommates watched it, and they were getting really into it. And I was like, okay, that's it. They're like, what, it, what's the next one? I was like, it's not out yet. It's not out yet. What is this? This is nonsense. Why would you put this on the TV if it's not done? 
What do you mean I have to wait for the next episode? Uh, it's this Netflix generation we're living in. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm really excited for that. I, uh, I, I hope when that airs, we get the Z announcement. Like, there's a game coming. Because we need to be able to have the Larrys in the game. Mm-hmm. And so there's a game coming, and I'm very... I, I mean, it'd be nice to have a new game. Yeah, that could totally be a Z thing, too, because they did mm-hmm. that with Giratina. Yeah, I would be very excited if they could give us a Z. All but right. Yeah I, I, yeah, I want Kalos to be relevant again. I'm I just, I mean, I really enjoyed Kalos as a region. I and can't get through Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. I really like the music from Kalos as well. Yeah. Dude. And I really want to listen to that again. Like, I, I bought the soundtrack on iTunes <laughs> for uh, X and Y. And I listen to that all the time. Change. When I'm not listening to the Beach Boys pet sounds. And <laughs> need two albums in my life. The Beach Boys pet sounds and the X and Y soundtrack. Uh, well, I oh. need more albums. <laughs> <laughs> I like my music. No, I'm joking. Uh, I listen to it, obviously. <laughs> I, I mean, I've been listening. I've been on. I was on like a real Herman's Hermits bit binge lately. And... <laughs> I mean, a lot of old music that nobody knows about, but either way. Right. Wait, did this thing, I guess, I don't know how you get it. I mm-hmm. guess it's these postcards to the new... Oh, yes, dungeon. for the Super Mystery Dungeon, if you pre-order in Japan. There's one of them with a cleft key with a whole bunch of keys. There's a Wait, cleft key with a whole it like bunch of keys. Is it, like, more keys? Yes. I haven't, like I haven't paid attention to that, because it's it was so just, adorable. like, a Japanese-only, like, postcard thing. Uh... Oh yeah, the cleft key has like a lot more keys. That is ridiculous. Like two, it can't hold all the keys or whatever. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's hilarious. Like the halucha too. Is a halucha like juggling TMs? Like, it's too much. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. They're gonna come out with the with the mystery, super mystery dungeon. I I really don't want to get it this year. Uh, I, I don't know. Play, I want to play a Pokemon mystery dungeon game though. Bad. I I I've never actually finished one. I've been playing this game on my phone called Pixel Dungeon, mm-hmm. and it's just given. It's it's Pokemon Mystery. It's just a Mystery Dungeon game. It's yeah, a dungeon game. It's played the same way, and I was playing through it. It's like, man, this makes me think of Pokemon Dungeon. I just want to play Pokemon on my phone. Did you play Pokemon Mystery Dungeon before? I played Blue Version. Okay, because I I was playing through for a short time. Uh, Explorers of Sky, which is supposed mm-hmm. to be like the best one, and I need to finish I don't playing think that. We hmm? played it. I don't even know. I mean, I'm gonna try playing it, and then maybe we can do an episode on it before Mystery Dungeon, Super Mystery Dungeon, comes out. But yeah. if not, see, Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon. I just love that they all wear like scarves <laughs> and handkerchiefs, and they're just like we're a team. It's like heck yeah, you are. Not like hipsters. <laughs> what? Uh, like 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 Scarf. like teammates. <laughs> Either way, that's it for the news. There's not much going on. Uh, next week, Shamu and I are going to be announcing a new tournament for Puckle uh, once we get a few details worked out. And so look forward to that. That's going to be happening next week. Uh, you could probably find out about it beforehand on social media, but if not, next week on the podcast, you'll hear about it here first, after the social media. So not really first, but yeah. <laughs> also, who won the Summer League, Shamu? Oh, um, Feathers did. Feathers, Feathers won the Summer won League, so congratulations to Feathers for winning the Summer League, uh, the second annual Summer League. Go Feathers! Yeah. Woo! 
So yeah, uh, look out for more Puckle tournaments. Our next one's going to be a smaller, like, a bit more casual tournament that we can all kind of hang out and have fun during. And then uh, the UUTC, of course, will be back in January, which we take a bit more seriously, have some real-life prizes for, and it's a, it's a good time to be had by all. Real good oh, time. Yeah. So watch out for that in the very near future, guys. All right, so without further ado, let's go to a short break, and we'll be back with the topic. Hey, this is Scrom, and I think you should sign up for the Puckle Podcast website if you haven't already. You can earn badges, make new friends, chat with me and other hosts of the podcast, and just talk about Pokemon. You should also follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, follow us on Tumblr, and get your Puckle fix. If you haven't already, help us out by reviewing us on iTunes. Also, if you have the time, send us an email at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Since fan emails make up a good chunk of our shows, we appreciate it. So come on and participate in Puckle today. And on to the topic. As always, uh, this is where we talk about the topic. <laughs> I don't know why I said as always. But we're going to be talking today about the red, blue, green, and maybe yellow manga if we get to it. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> Depends on how far we get with this discussion because uh, the Pokemon manga is something that at least I and Bozifus are very, very passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, because mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure. Shamu's just been exposed to it this week. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, just... Yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's something, it's different. It's yeah, very it's different, different compared to things that you normally see in Pokemon. Like I do like Short it. Short disclaimer. Spoiler So alert. many spoilers. So we're many gonna, spoilers. We're going to talk about it if it's, but we have to... To I, be fair, to be like, fair this the manga's been out for a while. It's been out for years. I'm going to, I'm going to try not to, uh, I don't, I, like, because I know a lot of people haven't read it. And, which bothers me to some extent because it's really good. And it's very easily accessible online to just read. I mean, you don't even have to go out and buy it. You can read it online. And I just, I don't know, personally for me, and probably the same for you, Bo, I feel like it's a more accurate representation of how I feel Pokemon would feel. Right. It, it, more of a throwback. It feels like a lot of the pre-concept art. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. I feel like I feel like the manga had a storyline before the games came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if you just look at how it runs. We'll get more into that later. I don't know. It just has this feeling of like this is what like if I were to pick any of the universes to live in, Pokemon-wise, the video game universe, the anime universe, or the manga universe. Yeah. I would hardcore pick the manga universe. Yeah, it would not even be like uh, a second thought. No, not even a second thought. I would live in the manga universe. Uh, you have cool little see-through Pokeballs. Yeah, you can... The the tops of them, instead of being red, they're like... Uh, translucent red. Red, translucent, so you can look in and be like, oh, there's Pikachu in there. Hi, Pikachu. Pikachu yeah. could wave back to you if you wanted. <laughs> so many Pikachu. Uh, um, so all the Pikachu are in that in the manga. But, uh... One- one of my favorite things about uh, it is the the way battles are done, mm-hmm. typically, is it's usually, like, the trainers fighting the other trainer, and yeah. the Pokemon are, like, their weapons or their tools Yeah. Um, to, like, you know, and they usually have a, a one Pokemon out, and then one Pokemon will switch in to do a counterattack, and they'll return it or something, but it's, mm-hmm. like, they're always trying to knock out the other trainer, not always, but most of the time trying to like accomplish a yeah. goal other than like knock out the other pokemon it's like yeah get that guy it's not uh, it's not nearly as friendly it's like it's it's a much more mature theme obviously i think it, that's because it's just a very yeah. japanese piece of media and they it typically even, have more mature themes it feels more realistic too that's what i liked about mm-hmm. it 
It felt like it felt oh, like yeah. more realistic to for like our world instead of just like mm-hmm. all rainbows and unicorns type thing. It's yeah, like, it felt oh also... more yeah, you said more mature and just. Mm-hmm. They also use a lot more Pokemon in tandem, like yes. uh, use combinations of Pokemon or like uh, he, I say he referring to Red, um, but will team up with uh, Blue and Green or mm-hmm. Yellow or Misty or Brock and. They'll use like two or three Pokemon at once, and it'll be really awesome. Yeah, it's uh so to jump into the mangas and the storyline, it it it's, it starts off very similar to the game, in that uh, you're playing or you play as a kid named Red in the video games in Red and Blue and Green, mm-hmm. and uh, you have your rival Blue or I it I hate the translations because they mix everything up, and uh, what they do is you have uh, so you have Red, who is the main character always in all translations. And then you have the rival who is named Green in the Japanese manga, but Blue in the English translation. Mm-hmm. And then there's also a girl who is actually seen, if you look at like the box art of uh, Blue and Red, there's a girl on the back that's always with uh, Red and Blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's called Green in the, Amer- in the English translation and Blue in the Japanese translation. And uh, it's the story basically accompanies these three, and... So Red is just your normal everyday trainer who's going out to complete the Pokedex and beat the uh get badges. I don't think he actually goes out. He he's his his goal is to is uh to fill the Pokedex and badges seem to be like a side thought. Which right. I I really like, honestly. He yeah. does like um quick spoiler, the first gym is Brock's. I Obviously. guess it's not really a spoiler. But uh he does seek that one out because He's like, well, this is what you gotta do. And well, also, Blue kind of taunts him. Yeah, Blue taunts him really bad and gets him to go. And, uh, well, yeah, and then the Pokemon Center's closed for some reason. Yeah, and so That's he has to use... He ha- so he has three Pokemon. He has Bulbasaur. He has a Poliwhirl, which I think is really cool. Starts out with Poliwhirl, which He'll is... Stay- I think it's because it was Satoshi Tajiri's, correct me if I'm wrong, favorite Pokemon. Yeah, it was uh, It was something like that. Uh, also, Poliwhirl just seen in a lot of media back in the day. You know, if you ever think about, like, the, like if you think about the gold Pokemon cards you get from Burger King, right? You yeah. had uh, Pikachu, Mewtwo, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, you had, uh, and then there Togepi, was Charizard, was Togepi, Charizard. and then you had Clefairy, which the reason... Clefairy. No, it was, no. It was uh, Pikachu, yeah. Togepi, Togepi, Charizard. Charizard. Jigglypuff, Jigglypuff, Mewtwo, so Jigglypuff. and Charizard. Well, the one, that, the one that really feels out of place there, though, is Poliwhirl, right? Poliwhirl. Yeah, and as, I feel like Poliwhirl was supposed to be like an early on like uh, promotional Pokemon. Definitely, even I remember as a kid going to uh, Walmart or something and looking at like the Pokemon plushes, and like there's mm-hmm. Pikachu, there was like uh, a Gengar, and then Poliwhirl, and it's like well, like Bulbasaur, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like Pokemon that made sense. It's like, well, how come I always see this Poliwhirl? Yeah, you always see, you always saw Poliwhirl on like all of the Pokemon media, and I don't know. I really like the placement of Poliwhirl in the story, and Poliwhirl's actually like a really good Pokemon. Oh yeah, and He's, one of my I d- didn't like Poliwhirl or Poliwrath much until I read the manga. Yeah, no, I mean, I was just, I was so just cool. I was going over it this week, and I'm just like, how have I forgotten how awesome Poliwrath is? There's so much expression in just eyeballs. I I feel I feel <laughs> a Pokemon of the episode coming on. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but what happens eventually is I really like this story just because it's much different than the games, much different than the anime, 
And so uh, the gym leaders are actually, some of the gym leaders, not all of them, are actually involved in Team Rocket's plots. Mm-hmm. Which I think is fantastic. Right. Uh, I equate this with, like, because in, in the... Uh, in the actual video game when you're playing, the gym leader, and even in the TV show for that matter, a lot of the gym leaders don't really have a story. They're yeah, just they're kind just of there. Yeah, they're just sort of there and gone. And uh, the yeah. Fame Checker and Leaf Green Fire Red helped out with that a little bit. But at the same time, I wish I could get some more backstory on them. And they, like, they're all super involved in the manga story, which is great oh, yeah. because, you know, three of them are working for Team Rocket, uh, which is Lieutenant Surge, um... Sabrina and Sabrina Koga. Sa- Sabrina and Koga. They're all and working. Giovanni as well. Well, Giovanni, yeah. Well, Giovanni and is obviously he's he's in charge of Team Rocket. And then you have Blaine, who used to work for Team Rocket. And then you have uh, Misty, Brock, and Erica, who are like good guys. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, I I really like that back and forth. How half the gym leaders like aren't you know take are like evil, and then half of them are good, and then like they clash at the end. Yeah. And it's One... it's awesome. One thing I love the most about it is, like, when you play through the games, you go through and you interact with different individual NPCs. And Mm -hmm. even in the anime, Ash goes along a journey and interacts with individual NPCs for the most part. In the manga, everybody interacts together. Um, The gym leaders interact together, the Elite Four members, the Team Rocket members, because usually it just seems like you're going through and you interact with these people Mm -hmm. and they don't really acknowledge much of anything else that's going on in the world even in the anime but Mm -hmm. in the manga everybody's like oh man did you hear about you know this and that down there i heard about you know lieutenant search that i had a illegal thing going on with the i mean i think it's a i think it's just a blast just the story and Mm -hmm. i'm really upset that we didn't get like an anime adaptation of the manga that'd be so cool that would have been so cool like that's what i was hoping origins was and then when i found out that red pick charmander i'm like no Nope, they nope. <laughs> I just like because uh in the manga, for those of you who don't know, uh red picks Bulbasaur and uh well, blue he... picks blue picks Charmander then, <laughs> and then there's a uh, green, which is the girl character. Uh she steals Squirtle in a very uh in a very <laughs> uh silver esque way, I wanna say. And <laughs> then that's ruining the plot for like gold and silver, but uh <laughs> It's, well, yeah. Well, yeah. But, but either way, it it's, oh, it, yeah, yeah. it it hints towards uh, Silver's behavior in Gold and Silver. Uh, we'll we'll do another episode on that manga eventually. Uh, um, yeah. One he didn't actually uh, pick Bulbasaur. No, that's true. He was sort of uh, given to him. Well, yeah. He he accidentally releases all of the Pokemon for Professor Oak's lab and has to go recatch them. <laughs> and he gets Bulbasaur, and he like has a bonding moment with Bulbasaur taking on, I believe, it's a Team Rocket grunt. No, it's a Machoke. A Machoke. Just a that's wild right. Machoke that's stumbled right. into the Viridian gym. Yeah, Bulbasaur that's right. was the last Pokemon he had to catch mm-hmm. back. And he has a bonding moment. And Professor Oak's like, "Here, just keep it. Here's a Pokedex. Go on a journey. <laughs> Your mom's single, right? Yeah. And... <laughs> Pretty yeah. much." Uh, another thing that I really like about the... Wait, what? Go for it, Shamu. Do we even see the mother at all? I no, you don't actually see his mom at all. He's no dad. There's no... Yeah, He's there's just a homeless boy with a polyworld. He's a homeless boy with a polyworld. One thing yeah, I wanted to say was that um, I love that most of the characters in the manga, at least like the starting trio, have uh, Pokemon before their starter Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. It's also... Well, I don't want to... Spoil that since we're not talking about that today. 
but uh, like Red had Poliwhirl. I don't know if you got to see Blues because I think the first Pokemon you see of Blues is Charmander. You do see Charmander first, yeah. Right, but um, I'm pretty sure yeah. Green has Jigglypuff. Yeah, Green had Jigglypuff before and Squirtle. Helped use and use that to steal Squirtle. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's it's a really interesting story that like, I mean it's exactly how you would think if Pokemon were real, that this is be this would be kind of how it would play out to some extent. I mean, if you're still living in a fantastical world where, like, a 10-year-old has a dragon that's, like, killing everything, mm-hmm. and it, it, that's how Pokemon would work out. Uh, but Right, that's how their problems are. Instead of, like, oh, the Grimer are clogging up the sewer. You should go down there and see what's happening. It's yeah, exactly. Like, this Pikachu keeps stealing our stuff and then shocking us when we get close. We, I mean, I would I would trigger. really have dug a... Uh, a I, I don't understand, because, like, when we get a lot of anime, right? When anime is made... It's very heavily based off the manga that the anime was based on mm-hmm. nowadays. At least nowadays. Maybe not back in 1999. But uh, it seems... I just... I really wish we would have gotten a manga adaptation because... I mean, Ash is good and all, and there's a lot of childhood memories and nostalgia there. Right. But at the same time, it's just like... I really wish I could have seen Red going around on his adventures and all of his Pokemon evolve and... Just see him grow and become this awesome person. And then, like, next season, I mean, the yellow arc is completely different than the red-blue-green arc. Oh, yeah, and yellow arc is just... It's completely I mean, insane, but that's uh, that's besides the, the point at the really moment. Good. The story has so much more depth... Oh, yeah. ...than what mm-hmm. the, the stop-go-stop-go anime thing is. Mm-hmm. I think the one point about Pokemon that they try to do with the anime is that if you for whatever reason, don't watch it regularly and just happen to turn it on one Saturday morning, you can watch it and it makes sense. That's true. I guess, I, I mean... I kind of. That's kind of the feeling I get, is they try to close it all up and have everything back the way it was before the episode ends. They don't yeah. do a lot of two or three part arcs. The only things that ever change are he might get a badge or catch a Pokemon or learn a yeah. move. But, I mean... I mean, I just got so excited when, like, Origins was announced and when we got, like, the anime uh, little trailer for Black and White 2. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is it. We're getting, like, a manga adaptation, at least on the side, you know? Like, I mean, because there is a large audience of Pokemon fans who are above the age of, like, children's cartoons. Yeah. And a good majority of us watch, yeah, a, a good majority of us will actually, you know, watch anime. And it would be very fun for us to have a manga adaptation. For that, I don't know. I, I feel like that would go very well. And Origins was very close. It tried very hard. It, yeah, it was a very good video game representation. It was. And I really wish. I just really wish we had gotten that manga adaptation. I would have been so happy with that. Another thing that I love that they in the manga that's uh, utilized is um, their Pokemon are used more resourcefully. I feel like mm-hmm. uh, Jigglypuff is used as an air balloon to float. Yeah. Um, but something else. Uh, uh, blue uses, or not blue. I'm using. I'm backwards with Japanese again. Green uses mm-hmm. uh, Ditto to like get away from Team Rocket, and right. uses it just to transform into random things. And right. and Koga it, uses Grimer as like armor, so when people yeah. attack him, the Grimer uh, just yeah. like hoops onto him. Yeah, and you, there's just so much awesomeness happening in all of it. And, and they they have like reasoning. So like you know you play through red, blue, and yellow, or fire red and leaf green, and you're mm-hmm. like. Man, Saffron City's closed. Wonder why. Jerk guards are just thirsty. Like, just sort of nonsensical things yeah. that we make fun of all the time. In the manga, big spoiler alert, but um, it's a Pokemon, and it's got uh, 
it's got a force field up, and mm-hmm. you're like, they can't get into it. It's physically impossible to get into Saffron City. And so they have to, like, strategize and get around that. And that is also one of my favorite uh, resourcefulnesses, using uh, Substitute. Yeah. And I think Psychic or Telekinesis or something. It, it, was, um, it was Confusion, I think. I think confusion, it was like, uh, yeah. yeah. Gold confusion. Duck it was Golduck and Pikachu. Yeah. Yeah, I love. I mean, there's just, oh my gosh, I don't know. It's it's a lot of like how they used it out of battle things. I mean, this is like the like the most intense like casual fan experience you can have with Pokemon. I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, the anime's all right and all, and X and Y has definitely gotten a lot better, as well as like Diamond and Pearl being pretty good, except for like the extreme amount of fluff. (laughs) And there is just so much fluff in Diamond and Pearl. So much. They went the longest between gym battles than they ever have. Really longer than, what was it, Gen... I want to say Gen 2, like between 5 and 6. Those badges were terrible. Oh, it was incredibly long between 5 and 6, but it was even worse. It was even worse. It was 50 episodes between badge 7 and 8 in Sinnoh. Ugh. 50 episodes of Essentially Fluff. Selby, he evolved all of his Pokemon, though. He does evolve, like, most of his Pokemon, then. I knew he evolved most of them. Doesn't he do... I thought he did something somewhat significant then, though. He all... Like, I mean, no, not really. I mean, you have some uh, awesome characters in Diamond and Pearl as well. Like, villain characters. You have uh, Hunter J. Yeah, I was gonna say. And oh, that might have been a... Um, it might have been with, like, the whole, like, legendary fiasco in that time that time period. Because okay. you'd be around that time is when it... It might have. I don't know. I, I don't I remember what happened. I feel like it was a lot of fluff, though. Yeah. I feel a lot, probably of, fluff was a lot of fluff. They probably I think they probably put a few plot points in there. I think there was also a battle with Paul at some point. Uh, yeah. That might... I yeah, there was definitely a staged yeah. like a big final battle with Paul because they had a bunch of their fully evolved Pokemon. Oh, that was at the actual tournament at the Cinema. Was that at the tournament? Yeah. Maybe I'm crazy. But but Paul and Ash got together several times. In I thought there, yeah, I thought there was like a hot air balloon set down for like a stadium thing. I don't like, remember. I don't remember. I don't either. This is now like either way, manga. Eight years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying the manga. I mean, the manga has some cool things, and uh, obviously by now a lot of people have heard about like the Arbok getting cut in half and stuff. Uh-huh. And I mean, it, it is a bit more intense. It's a bit more gruesome. And I don't, I don't know, but like the story points are awesome. I, I think the story is really good. I don't want to spoil too much of it. We've been going on for like 20 minutes already. I can't believe that. Yeah. And, uh... By the way, though, they did they did the, the legendary fiasco in there. They had, like, Azelf and Dialga, and then there's, like, Elite Four people popping in. Okay, they okay. Had, they had a whole bunch of stuff in there. That's fair. Um, one thing I also like is, um, this is kind of like pre-game Pokemon universe, mm-hmm. in that Bill is currently working on his... Yeah, um, that's true. His PC system. Uh, so it's not, like, in place yet. Professor Oak doesn't have all that many Pokemon in his lab. No, Professor uh, Oak is, in fact, like... Oh, Professor Oak's an interesting yeah. character in the manga as well, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he definitely. Uh, Professor Oak is definitely a very interesting character. In that he yeah. really likes to... Uh, he, uh, he He's a former Pokemon champion, which adds on to, like, the lore between him and Agatha in mm-hmm. the games and he's uh he's he's a former pokemon champion and he's he's actively researching pokemon which is very interesting right he's like, not just sitting in his lab playing making a 10 year old like anymore yeah yeah 
he's out doing uh, independent research, but he just can't catch Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, it's easier if you have somebody else do it, right? And, right, of course. I mean, I understand that. Um, did we want to talk about yellow? I mean, we've already gone on for a little over 20 okay, minutes. Okay, we can save I feel it. I feel like we should save yellow for another time. Okay. Just I'm because that's a completely different arc. It is. It's And it's, it's actually volumes. a really yeah, cool it's a arc. Yeah, story. That I it's... think we should, we should do it in the yeah. very near future. I feel like we should do that in the very, very near future. Dibs. Dibs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to it in the very near, near future. I will uh, let you know, Bo. And... Cool. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it's such a good, like, I love the manga, and I can't, I mean, I can't suggest it enough, just because of all of the really cool things that happen during it. There's also the passing of time, so Mm, the characters get older. They do. That's a thing. Uh, the best, (laughs) I, I, I can suggest reading up until at least the end of Emerald, uh, in the manga, because up to that point, all of them connect, and all of the manga characters like will meet up at some point, and then at Diamond and Pearl, yeah. that's kind of when you start getting a disconnect, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of kind of sad in a sense. But I mean, up to Emerald, it gets really good. Maybe they'll start bringing them back a little bit, but who knows? Yeah. Um, I mean, Heart I... Gold Soul Silver manga also has uh, Gold and Silver coming back, but. Well, I love the character Red because mm-hmm. you can send him away for however long you want to. But then every time you bring him back and you have to fight him again, it's epic. Yeah, I know. It it's, just be, uh, and the longer you have to wait, the more epic it becomes. Yeah, I mean, maybe at the end of the Gen 6 manga, you get to see Red again or something. Or, I don't know. I don't know, because Ruby and Sapphire are going to inevitably get uh, remakes in their manga. Yeah, I'm pretty Ruby sure it's Sapphire. started now. I don't know if it has or not. I haven't been paying attention. Um, oh, you know what I might have seen was that X and Y started. X and Y started a few months ago, I think. Yeah, I was gonna say I the manga's the manga's fallen behind the games release uh, significantly. Uh, I don't blame them for that because their stories are far more intricate. Right. But... You know, it's silly. I think that it's silly that the Pokemon anime falls behind the games so much. Mm. I think they should use the like that would be such a selling tool. I guess it is after they get their like I think, I think I was talking day about this. one week one hype and they're like okay and then. How we're we gonna get people to keep buying this or kids to keep? I was just—I mean, I've been thinking more about. Uh, we talked about this a few weeks ago when, like, the new Zygarde or Mega Zygarde or whatever was shown in the trailer. <laughs> and I mean, it's been a long time since we've had a Pokemon that we don't know announced right. before, like a game announcement. And I mean, that might have to do something with how information's delivered now. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It'd be very interesting to get a piece of media that has mystery Pokemon. <laughs> right. I would really like to be after at you know, after badge six, Ash sees some Gen seven Pokemon. Yeah, totally. Like I mean, that's or... what that's what happened in uh that's what happened in uh Johto. It was like a year and a half before oh, yeah. Ruby and Sapphire were like even announced and you see Kecleon. Mm-hmm. And you see a purple one that just never happened. <laughs> right. And um, which makes me sad. The purple well, Kecleon was definitely the coolest. Even in even in Gen One, you got Togepi. <laughs> yeah, you got Togepi. Well, right, I, I feel uh, like I feel like uh, Gen One was slightly different because right, I know that's... a majority of the Pokemon in Gen Two were already thought of in Gen. Yeah, 1. I knew that one hundred ninety Pokemon had been they've been planned, in, and, and like Ho was planned. in the first episode of Pokemon. Right. So no, I'm not discrediting that Gen Two. Most of Gen Two Pokemon were probably made before then, but the way we got exposed to it was different. I think, yeah, was I, that way. it's just very annoying that, you know, 
we have to. I, I I hate like finding out about the Pokemon through the Pokemon website. I would yeah. love for somebody to be like, dude, there's a new Pokemon in the anime last week. What? And yeah, I'm not yeah. watching the anime. I need to be watching the anime now on a regular yeah, basis. Like, well, crap! Now I'm missing things. Or um, or if they'd make like actual trailers for things instead of mm-hmm. those. Yeah, the dumb ones with the game footage. Leak, crappy. Yeah, I hate yeah. those. It's just, yeah. It feels very anti-climatic. Here's it's using an attack. So you can see a little bit of battle animation, but you're actually going to look at the side up, get beat up for more. Yeah, it's just, I feel like it's very not fun when you do that. And, I don't know. Yeah, so it would be interesting. Versus, like, Mega Charizard, well, they did that, well, Mega Charizard. But, um, yeah. Now we're not talking about manga anymore. <laughs> oh, well, oh, well. That, but the All manga right. in in... Overall, I suggest you read it, if you haven't already. Um, catch up suggest- to it so that you can be a part of our yellow conversation in the next few weeks. So, um, before the question gets asked, people are probably going to ask, where do you go and buy the manga, Bosephus? I go to um, Vista, but uh, any large volume book store should I, Okay, them. so if you want to get them cheap, um, you, can buy, you can buy most of them in box sets. That's you can awesome. buy like uh, one. You can buy the red, green, blue, yellow saga. I've been looking into this because I want to buy the hard copies. Uh, and uh, they, you can go to halfpricebooks.com. It's like hpb.com, and right. you can actually go and you can find like a lightly used selection of it, and you can actually pick up the box set for like thirty bucks. You get like eight volumes. That's awesome because I pay about or ten bucks like a piece. Oh yeah, it's gonna be online. way cheaper than ten bucks a piece. Yeah, Barnes and Nobles carries them. You find them online. That's what I did. I'm just reading the scan. Yeah, uh, Barnes and Nobles also carries them, but they don't put them in the manga section. They yeah, put they them put in them the in children's the books. Mm-hmm. I, it's the most too. annoying thing. I'm just like, this is a manga. Things are getting torn in half. <laughs> what is this doing in the in the children's section? Oh, I should have typed in Pokemon Adventures. Yeah. Not just Pokemon. I forgot that there are more Pokemon books. Mm-hmm. Manga. So yeah, uh, that's something to look into. Definitely. Uh, um, yeah, fully so, recommend. Yeah, one hundred percent. If you get the chance, go ahead and read it. Uh, if you want us to talk differently about the manga next time than than we had this time, we try not to spoil too much. But if you want us to spoil things, let us know. Obviously. Right, if you just want like more of a synopsis. <laughs> If you want us to go through it, let us know. But we were just kind of like hyping the manga and talking about all the awesome things that happen. And um, I mean, if you in red, blue, green is only three volumes. Let's see how many chapters is it? It's a lot of chapters. Still, it's still like it's fifty not, chapters. It's not that many. It's I like mean, fifty chapters. I but think. I mean, it's it's manga chapters. So how many chapters yeah. is that? Really? I mean, it'll take like four, five hours to read, maybe. Yeah, I mean, grand total. One of one of the volumes takes, I'd say, like. Um, I don't know, an hour and a little bit to read if you're mm-hmm. a decent reader. There's there's 40 chapters total, about yeah, 12 or so per 13 per uh, volume. Yeah. But yeah, you can read Scantrons online. You can read Scantrons. <laughs> uh, scan sheets online. Scantrons. Yeah. Right. You can tell where I've been. Um, yeah, yeah. Check okay, let's check it out. Um, so without further ado, guys, we're going to go to the commercial break. Catch you on the flip-flop. Leave green behind. 
Leave yourself behind. Leave your Pokeballs behind. Come, visit the Safari Zone. The you leaving the Safari Zone won't be the same you that went to the Safari Zone. Because you will meet the Safari Zone and the Kangaskhan that have lived here for 1,000 years. You will meet a Pidgeot that you will never forget, willing to sacrifice its life for you. And you will meet a Tauros that disappointingly won't be green. Leave your Pokeballs behind. Visit the Safari Zone. And welcome back. Our Pokemon of the episode today is National Dex number 62, Polyrath, the Tadpole Pokemon. Uh, it's Pokemon Ruby entry states, Polyrath's highly developed brawny muscles never grow fatigued. However, uh, much it exercises... No, oh, I read that wrong. However much it exercises, I'm an idiot. It is so... Uh, tirelessly strong, this Pokemon can swim back and forth across the Pacific Ocean without effort. Okay, so first of all, I would like to point out, like we were just talking before we started this segment, that more than half of its Pokedex entries talk about how it can swim across the Pacific Ocean. Yep, so there is a Polyrath that has swam the Pacific Ocean several times because it's been tested. (laughs) Enough Uh, to be put in the Pokedex. So, so... Go catch it, kids. Uh, Shamu, what tier is it in? Tier? Oh, I have no idea. Probably Enyu. It's probably a lower tier, yeah. He did get a bump in, it looks like, his attack stat for Gen 6. He was one of the Pokemon yeah. that got the got the bump in the stats. And uh, he very unique typing in water fighting. I think there's he another water NU. fighting type now? I assumed he was Enyu. I thought so. Oh, and he's one of the... His shinies are... Oh my gosh, I'm so upset. Because, like, his gold-silver shiny is, like, this awesome, green. like, blue color, teal color. Oh, that... And then he becomes one of the puke green shinies. Oh, always. And it's just... I mean, yeah, right? You're always just like, yeah, this Pokemon's awesome. I wonder what a shiny, what a shiny form looks like. And puke the answer green. is, it looks like puke green. It's either 90% puke... of the time. You either you're either puke green, pink, or slightly a different color. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. It's never like anything cool like Swampert where it goes purple, and or the black Charizard, or black Charizard. Well, black Charizard was designed to be black Charizard. It wasn't just the color palette swap. Yeah. It was this is black Charizard now. Yeah. Uh, but either way, Polyrath, he's got. I mean, he's got a halfway decent spread. With, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty rounded out. Um, 90's pretty much down the board. 90-95's except for special attack and speed. I guess the speed stat probably kills him. Uh, hidden yeah. ability, water absorb. What? He gets water absorb. That's even better. Yeah. Oh, wait, Swiss wins the hidden ability. It's pretty easy to predict if you expect it. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, water absorb, though, is really nice sometimes. You can get a good switch in. Free switch ins all the time. That's what I'm saying. You can usually predict it though if you're watching for it. Yeah. Uh, does he? What does he get? Uh, move tutor wise and Oraz. I think Poliwhirl actually better. Why is Poliwhirl better? Because, because you get Evil Light with Swift Swim and then Ooh. also Belly Drum. Okay. Uh, never mind. You win. Evil Light gives you better defenses than Poliwrath, I believe. No. I would believe that 100. percent I believe that's more. It's not hard to beat a base 90. Oh my gosh. 
This this uh the special attack. I might be off. I don't know. It's old. Wait, the, what? The special attacker um, move set that um, Smogon has for what is this? Nu. Yeah. It's for Ru, I guess. Nu. Oh. Um, it yeah. uh, it's the item is like you can use leftovers or life orb or choice specs. Those are three. Very Whichever different. one you want. <laughs> just like that's just like, how much not a, care was put in use, that set. Okay. Hmm? You would use Polyworld over Polyrath if you want more speed. Okay. That's what it is. What if you Polyrath don't want speed? What if you just want what if you just want Polyrath? But Polyworld has like ninety. If you want Polyrath, then just run Polyrath. I mean, I just get so sad when, like, Eviolite is kind of the bane of my existence, except Little Cup. Uh, (laughs) Just because, like, Eviolite's necessary to make Little Cup, like, fun and not just a fast-paced meta. Like, a super fast-paced meta. Totally, you should totally, that should be banned. Uh, But Eviolite in, like, upper tiers makes me so sad because it's killed some of my favorite Pokemon from ever being used. Like, Dusknoir. <laughs> no because way. it's so much better to run Eviolite Dusclops because the change in like the defense stat between Dusclops and Dusknoir, incredibly small. But and but, okay, but, I mean the the only pro is like if you run Dusknoir, you can get you can get like leftover support or something. Right, but, but um, but then you get you don't miss that. Well, I mean you kind of still do because you don't get King Shield. Um, I was gonna say you yeah. can run Dublade. Uh, Eviolite, now that Aegislash is banned, and Dublade is Yeah, no, people run Dublade, Eviolite all the time. And... Yeah. Yeah, I got, uh, stomped first round, uh, UTC, not this year, but last year. Uh, and then we came back for a rematch, and I won, but... I knew, because I knew what to look for. I was like, really? Uh, Dublade? I'd never seen it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's... I mean, Eviolite's just one of those things that... I, I mean, it ruins some of my favorite Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, because it, it's just better to run the Eviolite version of the, their pre-evolved forms, and it makes me sad. <laughs> makes me so sad. Yeah, Raichu is also useless because Pikachu with the Eviolite is better. Pikachu with Light Ball, I think, is better, kind well, of. Better than yeah. I've seen an Eviolite Pikachu somewhere. You don't weird. use Eviolite on Pikachu. Uh, okay, so um, we talked briefly about their competitive aspects. There aren't very many to Polyrath. Uh, well, what what set would you run on a Polyrath for NU? Um, I don't play lower tier. I know you honest, don't. So I don't. Shit, uh, I'm talking to Bo because you have the page Small open. One? Oh, I have the page oh. open. Let's see. Here's one for Special Attacker. It runs either Scald or Hydro Pump, Focus Blast, Ice Beam, and then uh, Vacuum Wave or Rain Dance. Ooh, Vacuum Wave. That's cool. Right with a. Uh, Swift Swim and Water Absorb for the abilities that they want. I mean, I guess you could do that. Uh, I feel like he'd be better as a physical attacker because of his attack stat. Right. Um, Well, I think it's for the burn. For the burn. Special. That's pretty. That's actually rather handy. Um, What was I gonna say? Uh, Vacuum Wave. What is that? A forty base? Isn't that just Mach Punch but special? Yeah. Priority. Yeah, it's priority. It's pretty much Mach Punch but special. It's just, I don't know, it would be interesting. I guess maybe in the new meta, uh, Polyrath fills that role a little bit better. I need to, I need to I sit down and play the NU meta. Power too. Why? Huh? I said why? I mean, I guess if you want to yeah. be well-versed in all the tiers, but I mean... I need, I need to become well-versed in all the tiers, though, that's the thing. Well, I mean, it's just going to change all the time, so you're going to have to constantly be up on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the problem <laughs> with lower tiers, they, yeah, they nope. constantly change. That's true. No. I imagine because the upper tiers are always changing. 
Mm-hmm. Well, the upper tier is usually like one of the big change. It's like it's very. very it's a slow rare, process. A big change, or even like, yeah. Lower tier though, they just change rapidly. Mm-hmm. Rapidly might be exaggerating a bit, but compared to like OU and getting a. Well, lower tier is just like, like I that. guess who's playing and what's popular at the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's. It's I more remember... of a meta than it is like anything. <laughs> than... Yeah. It's more it's more in flux than Lando T. And uh I'm just gonna hit on that so hard, Shamu, how much I hate Lando T right now. <laughs> I was just super sour at Lando T. Uh okay, uh so we're gonna move to the TCG though. Uh currently there is one polygraph card in a rotation. It is uh it's a Furious Fist card, which is really nice because I think every Pokemon almost has a card in rotation right now. Uh, and right now, it's an alright card, it's rare, um, it's three energy, color, three colorless energy, it's called Steamroll, it does 60 damage, and it does 30 damage to one of your opponent's bench Pokemon. And, uh, it has a second move, Submission for two water energy and two colorless, uh, Submission does 130 damage, and it does 30 damage to itself. So, I mean, it's a decent card, I mean, 40 da- four energy for 130 damage isn't that bad. Yeah, I would never use it for that attack. I'd probably main run that 60-30 to the bench. Yeah. What is that, three colorless? Three colorless, so you could run that almost in any deck. You could run it with, yeah, with the DCE. But you'd have to also have the other stages. Yeah, that's the problem. I mean, you could be running Rare Candy or something with a Poliwag. Yeah, I could see you run like a 3-2-3 Poliwag, Poliwhirl, Poliwrath, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, But that'd be like... uh, Yeah. It just really depends on what kind of It would deck take it. up a lot of deck space. Yeah. Would I recommend it for, like, a tournament deck? No. Uh, but for, like, a Tier 2 or Tier 3 deck that you want to play with your friends just because you want to use your cool Pokemon totally. Yeah, definitely. I would see something more like that. And then you made a mention of the Poliwrath card. I, I typically don't want to do cards from uh-huh. uh, previous sets, but Bo is just like, dude, the one from Neo Discovery is just awesome. <laughs> so you all know that I'm a Gen 1-er, right? Uh, <laughs> Neo Discovery is Gen 2, though. It's Gen 2. I'm a Gen 2-er. <laughs> uh, but it's, yeah, for two energy, one uh, fighting, one colorless, it's 30 damage, which is fantastic for back then. And then yeah. uh, double that for 70, and 22 itself is really good. Two retreat costs is also just so nice on a heavier Pokemon. I mean, this is almost the exact same card as the one that I was just talking about. Yeah, more or less, except mine's better. Except mine's better, but whatever. Uh, okay. Whatever, yeah. it's fine, so... it's fine. We don't need to fight right now. We don't <laughs> need to fight right now. Um, as always, if you want to hear more about the TCG, you can go check out uh, Jushiro's articles on the website. Uh, you can also check out the host of other articles on the website. Scrum's currently doing a second trivia contest, which I have not checked the prizes for yet. Uh, but I should go check those. Let me do that right now, actually. I think there might be TCG codes. Uh, no, I think there's actually TCG packs this time. Oh, nice. Which is kind of fun. Uh, so no, if you, if you win cause... the, if you win the, uh, the challenge this week, you have a choice between a custom designed dice bag with a Pokemon in color of your choice made by JulieFu oh, on Etsy.com. I want in on that. Uh, you can, I mean, just answer the questions. Uh, I mean, I don't know that you're if you're allowed to win. I, I know Scrawn has disqualified me from winning ever, but I keep submitting answers anyway. <laughs> and uh, I also, uh, you also can choose between uh, if you don't want the dice bag, you can get the two packs of Pokemon Ancient Origins cards, and or you can get a six IV Ditto with a Destiny Knot. So yeah, go check that out, PokePodcast.com. We also have uh, 
Sublime Manic writing VGC articles, Mickey Panda writing a synopsis of the anime, and uh, Fluffiest Whimsicott writing super awesome, crazy articles about <laughs> a Whimsicott's adventures in the big world, in the big wide open world. Uh, Viger updates you on the news every week before the podcast now, and uh, am I forgetting anybody? Uh, we have a new writer, Snag, who is writing awesome opinion pieces as well as uh, awesome stories about being in the Pokemon universe. So check that out, PucklePodcast.com. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. I mean, it's just the writers. they got to show them some love. They write, right. They do a lot of work. We love them. They don't suck. <laughs> so without further ado, we're going to flip on over to Trivia. the mailbag. Trivia. Trivia. The, what? The mailbag. We're going to the Trivia mailbag. Trivia for Polyrath. Oh, trivia. Okay, go ahead. Read the trivia. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Gen 2. Uh, In the Gen 2 games, Man in Silicon City has a Polyrath and hope that it will evolve into a frog one day. Although the Pokemon he's thinking of is probably Politoed, it's too late because Poliwhirl evolves into it and not Polyrath. Yeah. Uh, That's just a funny piece of trivia. Uh, An early design of Polyrath revealed Game Freak's uh, official Japanese website circa 1997 depicts it wearing a crown similar to the King's Rock which is necessary to evolve Poliwhirl into Politoed. That's um, interesting. Polyrath shares its category with Poliwag, Poliwhirl, and Timpole. They are all known as the Tadpole Pokemon. And uh, let's see, the origin of Poliwrath's name is based, or just Poliwrath in general, actually, uh, is based on a glass frog. The spiral pattern on its belly is supposed to represent how the organs of these frogs and other tadpoles can sometimes be seen through their transparent skin. Uh, it may also be based on amphibian neotony, as it stays in tadpole form and does not uh, metamorph. It doesn't change into a frog. Yeah. Uh, metamorphous, that's why I couldn't... I, okay. Um, and then <laughs> Polyrath's name is a combination of polywog and anger, or wrath, which is anger. Yeah. yeah. All right, so now, <laughs> right. now we can go to the mailbag, right? Sorry, guys. It's my fault, my fault. Jeez. So, let's flip over to the mailbag. It's mail time! It's time for the mailbag! Send in your emails! The mail's here! Check your inbox! It's time for the mailbag! Mail! And on to the mailbag. Our mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. A proud sponsor of the Puckle Podcast. As it has been for eight years. It has been. I promise. It's real. It's a real thing. Uh, but anyway, the mailbag question last week was asking you guys about your thoughts on the red, blue, green, yellow manga, even though we didn't talk about yellow too much today, uh, because we were just so hyped about red, blue, and green. So let's jump right on into the mailbag, then. So our first one is from Jestern. I know this is off topic, but what video game character would you like to be seen into turned into a Pokemon? Mine would be Kirby. Uh, I'd like to see Pikachu turned into a Pokemon. <laughs> oh my, that'd be awesome. That's <laughs> Captain Falcon. Captain Falcon would be kind of cool. I mean, <laughs> sweet. I mean, Mega Man, too. I could see Mega Man. I see that. Uh, in my imagination, 
you would have one attack which would consume the opponent, then spit them back out, like Swallow. Uh, the other slots would be filled with moves based on the opponent's primary type. Obviously, you inherit the primary type too, in which case, in which in many cases would allow him to resist many opponent stabs. I think Kecleon has that ability. Uh, right? No, it's when it's hit by an attack. No, that, yeah, but that's kind of the same, almost. It's really just like... You're thinking of an overpowered... Yeah, uh, it, the, it's, like an, the... it's like an overpowered version of color change. Yeah. But literally what he's saying is ditto, because he's saying the move... Yeah, that's true. ...to consume, which would be transform, and that everything else becomes mm-hmm. the opponent's moves. It, that's true. That's my... Thing with that is ditto. That's just imposter it'd be, ditto. It'd be, it'd be really cool if they had a Pokemon like that that was like ditto consumes their type, their stat, or their uh, moves. Uh, keep the stats. Keep your ditto stats because doesn't. That would be interesting. That would be different. So, that would yeah. be that would be enough of a difference. That would be cool. That, that would be, be enough of a difference. Uh, yeah. All right. Well. Uh, Thatch says uh, flip-flops are overdone, so Drapions and Stilettos, peace out. Huh. Uh, next one is from Snag. Who wants to grab this one? Who wants to snag this email? Uh, I'll snag, snag. Ha 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 ha. All right. Hello, Trainer uh, Thatch. He has. I just wanted to comment on how much fun I have had since becoming more involved in the community. Summer League was a lot of fun, and I enjoyed putting a team together. Because of Summer League, I was able to get uh, go to a local game store and win four out of five matches in their weekly league, and I wasn't even set up for doubles. That's awesome. That's yeah. That's what we want to hear. That's a testament. That's like that's like somebody coming in being like, by taking these pills, I lost twenty pounds. That's our equivalent. Right. <laughs> like by using this product, this happened. Awesome. That's yeah. our testimonials, except it's real. Trivia was fun. I will be getting the week after here. Oh, he won last time. He won the <laughs> the trivia last time. Well, I bet it was fun if you won. <laughs> and I look forward to participating in the future. Ultimately, the whole community is fun. I look forward to being more involved. Uh, on to the mailbag. I read the manga a number of years ago, and I really enjoyed it. I've read through the Yellow series, but that's all that's needed for this uh, mailbag. Uh, I liked how half the gym leaders were corrupt and part of Team Rocket. My favorite character was the main female part to Red, who I know is green. I know there's been some discrepancies with this. She was a lot of fun and even put uh, Pokeballs in her bra. That's true. Yeah. My I favorite know, yeah. was when Yellow uh, was fight. Oh, we didn't talk about this. Was fighting Lance. Uh, until this point, she had kept her Pokemon. Oh, uh, man. Spoilers. Yeah, I, yeah. But keep going. It's fine. Do I read them? Okay. Until this point, she had kept her Pokemon unevolved. But with her Pokedex broken, she no longer had the option to keep them in that form. They all evolved in time. In uh, All evolved in the time of Neen. And it helped her defeat Lance, I think. Like I said, years and years since I have read it. A suggestion for future topic is contests and ribbons and berries. It would be fun to discuss uh, different combinations of moves that are optimal for the competitions. I have a bayonet that probably has more ribbons than any other legit Pokemon out there, and I'd like to show it off. Uh, catch you on the next time you do the podcast. <laughs> we do we do the podcast every the po- podcast is posted every Monday. As a heads up, uh, that's our schedule. I think he was just trying to close without using flip flops. Yeah, because I, I was just, I was just curious about oh the flip flops thing. I actually found out who started it. So like you know how everybody's been like signing their emails off with like a different flip flops mm-hmm. thing. I yeah. found out who started that because uh, uh, I'm friends with Locke on Facebook, 
Okay. Um, and he just came out of the blue and he messaged me. He's like, I'm the one who, I was the first person who used the flip-flops as the mailbag sign-off. I'm like, oh, sweet. That's awesome. I just wanted to know who did it. People have used it for a while, but then it... I just forgot who did it. Like, I, people were well, just constantly, like, using different footwear as signing off, and I was very I mean, confused. I, I think Locke probably did it first the same that I was the first person to say your mom. <laughs> like, I might be the first one among my friends, but I know back, like, even four or five years ago that people had said flip-floppy things. Flip-floppy. I don't actually, I, I honestly don't really remember the flip-flop thing starting in Puckle at all to begin with. All I remember is the first time that I, like, I just remember one day I was going to say it, and then Sycamore's like, no, that's my thing. And I was like, oh, oh okay. Oh, yeah, I do remember that episode, too. I remember that. That's I literally that. all I remember about it. I don't remember when we said it before that, but he's just like, that's my thing. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yep, right before the break. Um, it, But it's the it's the last part of the podcast. Flip-flop is the last two words. It's the last two words of closing time. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you would know. You wrote the song. I, I would know. I did write the song. Uh, either way, uh, <laughs> you got this next one from Baskets, uh, Shamu. Oh. Or yeah. Basket. All right. How's it going, Puckle Pete? It's Basket again, basking in the beautiful brilliance of my shiny new, my new shiny Toro Sage. I'm really glad I got to laugh all over again with you guys and gals in the Puckle community. Puckle community, I like and that. I like that word so much better than Puckle back. community. Puckle community, yeah, that works. It was funnier to hear the accent you guys used for it and totally added the added to the joke, haha. Later, however, I realized I didn't talk at all about the male egg. I guess I was too involved imagining how I could make Mama Basket's shuckleberry juice more like the 1906 novel, The Jungle. So last week's mailbag was about favorite mods to use in the VGC format. My favorites are Mega Kanga Khan, Togekiss, Jellicent, and I, I sub either Machoke, Clefable, or Aegislash in the last spot. The first three rarely are changed. Barring the innumerable ways this can get mucked up. I start with Kanga and Togekiss, usually able to get the fake out on the setter with my Kanga and paralyze the second opponent, which is usually the bigger threat. Then I spam Air Slash so I can relatively safely ignore the threat and focus on the setter. Surprisingly, Mega Salamence is easy to take down with Aegis with Paraslash due to his lack of good death or spud death. It's good to pair Mega Kangaskhan with a ghost type. <laughs> Did you throw his gas? I just laughed. I'm sorry. I thought King it was a ghost type so he can both switch in freely on predictions. And I chose Jellicent because it's the most successful wall I've ever ran. Also, it makes me burst out laughing when someone uses high jump kick when I switch Mega Kanga in for that in that turn for Jelly. This week's mailbag. I love the manga and how it's able to put real life situations in it, unlike the constant. No, no one can go through any real struggle because life has no obstacles thing in the anime. I like that girl in the RBGY who has ditto, so... Green, green yeah. right? Yeah. Green or red, whichever, or blue. Green or blue. Yeah, that's funny. Like, it depends on your colors. translation. All the colors. It's I'm used to blue, so I'm... Yeah, me too. Like, the... Yeah. She's... Yeah. She is hilarious. Do her and red get together? It'd be cool to see at least one successful relationship in the Pokemon franchise. I don't think so. I think they ship more red and yellow. I don't think... 
Yeah, they ship red and yellow a lot more. That's true. Yeah. Alright. P.S. Last week you were confused about my your mom joke directed at Viger. And the week before that you said my poems in oh, whatever, something pentameter. Uh, I am big pentameter. I got the joke because I listened to both the episodes in a row at work. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> was all over the place. So in my postscript, I said, Liger, your mom, the ambic pentameter, is all over the place. So there you go. It's all cleared up. I hope it didn't hurt Viger's feelings, though. I'm sure Mama <laughs> Viger is just as wonderful as, late as Mama Beth. <laughs> and the sh- She's got the... <laughs> I got... <laughs> I don't know. She's got that iambic pentameter on lock. <laughs> no, Mama uh, Viger Thanks for the public show. <laughs> She makes great cookies. Ooh. Like chocolate chip cookies. That's delicious. Oh, uh, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> Alright. What's the next one? <laughs> That's from Basket. Uh, so the next one's from me. For I'm going to take this. This is from 8-Bit Loki. Oh, cool. Greetings, Thatch and his pokey co-host. 8-Bit Loki here to chime in on this week's mailbag. Before I talk about the manga, I wanted to say that I'm so pumped about the new content content coming in September. I can't see what ideas y'all have to keep Puckle growing. I think a second podcast would be an awesome addition. Uh, it depends on what you mean by second podcast. I don't know what that means. Uh, a second podcast would be very hard to pull off in like the way that we pull this one off. Puckle 2. Just Puckle like, 2. Electric ESPN Boogaloo. 2. What? Like ESPN 2. <laughs> that would be awful. Scale 2. I feel, I feel like Puckle 2 would just be like, it would just go downhill in quality so fast. I feel like if we got any less structured than we are right now, it would just go downhill so fast. It would just degrade to, like, childish, immature jokes. Yeah. Just be puckle after dark. Yeah, that sounds so hard, though. Because then we have to get together on a regular basis to, like, be funny. And that's hard to do. On, like, command. I don't know. Also, I wanted to shout out to Hanakane for being the first person to talk to me in the chat box. It was a brief exchange because it was late. I was ready to pass out for the night, but I had just caught my first legit shiny Pokemon and needed to tell someone. It was a Swablu that I had been chasing for quite a while, and when I finally caught it, I didn't know what else to do but turn to the chat box. Hanakane was there with kind words and congratulations. Hanakane is actually a really awesome community member. Fun fact. And congrats uh, on that shiny Swablu. Yeah. Shiny Ataria is like one of my favorite Pokemon. It's like my staple Pokemon. I had it in my uh, Garchomp deck that I uh, didn't win, but got top cut in a bunch of cities in. That's awesome. One of my favorite Pokemon. Uh, if any Pokemonians out there are hesitant about jumping into the chat box, let me tell you that there are some really cool people there and I w- that would love talking anything Pokemon, anime, or just video games related in general. You really should check it out. As for the mailbag, it has been an, this has been an episode I've been waiting for for a long time. I love the Pokemon Adventures manga, especially the Red and Blue story. It's even more interesting when you take into account that Satoshi Chichiri and said that this manga most most closely depicted the Pokemon world he always imagined. My favorite way of reading the manga is on YouTube. You can find channels out there that play the manga slide by slide with music underneath. It's so epic that when you read that Mewtwo with his giant spoon comes out of Cerulean Cave to fight and battle music from the original game starts to play as you read. It gives the manga an even more intense feeling. That's that's actually pretty cool. That's I interesting. I gotta check that out, actually. Yeah, I'm probably gonna do that, too. <laughs> what I like... I just hate clicking all the time. <laughs> I'm yeah. awful. 
what I like best about the story from the original manga would have to be the deeper character development. Not only were there red and blue pretty dynamic characters, but almost all the lead gym leaders had a great story as well. I mean, Blaine is so upset about unleashing Mewtwo on the world that he's willing to do anything to stop him. This is something we forgot to discuss, was just Mewtwo being completely awesome and carrying a spoon. Yeah. Uh, I never really got that feeling from Blaine in Gen 1 or 2. The main series games never really take the time to explain lifestyles and gym leaders, but you can get a good idea of that from the manga. Well, guys, I could honestly write for another 30 minutes about the manga, but I'll stop now before I get carried away. Thanks, guys, for doing a manga episode. Me, uh, 8-Bit Loki. What's God of Chaotic Flip-Flops? I'll give him that. Uh, who wants this next one from... I think it's my... SCP? I think that's you. From who? What? Uh, it's oh. the guy who's talking about, uh, talking about Nuzlocks. Um... He's got two emails instead of one. Okay. Because he just added it in. Like, where's the first one? There, yeah. there it is. How do I open that? There we go. Got it. <clears throat> Dear Poco Crew, I am a huge fan of the Nuzlocke craze and have done over 20 of them of every game. That's oh so goodness. many. I've completed roughly 15 successful Nuzlocks. That's it. If you're if you're looking for uh, awesome <laughs> Nuzlocke content, come and check out the Puckle YouTube in the very near future. There will be Nuzlocking. There will be Nuzlocking. I have never cleared a run without zero deaths. My personal best is one... Which I speed ran that game in a day. Nice. Soul Silver and Hard Gold is the toughest to Nuzlocke due to the slow ability to grind. I've never completed that version of Nuzlocke, making it uh, the one thing I just can't do. Have you ever read the Nuzlocke comics, original or other? I am a huge fan of Kit's Nuzlocke and Petty's Nuzlocke. I've read the uh, original Nuzlocke comic, and it really it's really awesome because the guy who uh, did them like quit. He's in the middle of black and white and just disappeared for like a year. And he just came back, because he also had two other comics that he was doing at the same time. And so he said he's going to finish those up in the next few months. And then he's going to dedicate all of his time to finishing uh, the original Nuzlocke comic. Nice. So I'm super excited to see see it like get finished. That'd, yeah, that'll be awesome. I, I don't think you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I really wish uh, to one day be able to draw so I can do a comic of my 20-plus Nuzlocke's, all with amazing stories, various results, and hilarious ironic moments and pop culture shout-outs. Peace and love, SCP. Oops, forgot to add a question. My question is, what's your favorite uh, version to do a Nuzlocke of? Do you have a memorable Pokemon that made your Nuzlocke easy? Uh, and which death in-game broke your heart the most? I don't think I've actually done too many Nuzlocke's. I've done, uh, I've done, like, I'm, I'm doing Leaf Green, I did Leaf Green before. If you go actually back to episode 109, I did an episode with Sarge where both of us did Nuzlocke's of, uh, Leaf Green and Fire, or no, I did, I did, I think, Soul Silver, and he did Fire Red. Yeah, I remember that, and he lost. And he lost real fast. Uh, and I think I didn't finish mine, uh, but I hadn't lost yet. Uh, I did one of Platinum a while back. And when my Prinplup died, I was just... Oh, yeah, I did, I've done one of Diamond and Pearl as well. Um, I forget which one. I've also done one of... Uh, I've done Soul Sil... I've done, I've done, I think, Gen's... I, I haven't done uh, Ruby and Sapphire, and I have not done Gen 6. The just... only Nuzlocke I've done was the Emerald one of... 
on the YouTube, which failed horribly. Yeah. And then I did, like, a little bit of Fire Red Night, or one of the Fire Red Leaf Green ones. I just failed yeah. again. I'm horrible at Nuzlocke's. It happens. It's it horrible. Happens. Don't worry. I should Nuzlocke my, uh, my Omega Ruby so I can just get it done. You should. I feel like that would make it a little bit more interesting. I might do that. Even doing, like, an egg lock would be very interesting for Omega Ruby. An egg lock? Yeah. Or, Where, uh, like, I'll give you six random eggs, Bo. And I just run through the game with those. I also yeah. was thinking about doing a wonder lock. That would be interesting, too. I started, I kind of started, and I got a Goomy in my playthrough, but then I remember that Goomy sucks. Goomy's alright. He's not bad. He's completely awful stats and awful. Awesome. But you no, can't really get a Gudra as far as I know. Yeah, I don't... Where there's a there is a route where it's all raining. Yeah, there is. Oh yeah, there is. Yeah. I think there's one more. You may, no, there's uh, two. There's two more. Uh, so I think Shamu, you get this one from uh, Sneasels. Sneasels. All right, dear Fetch and co-host, Procrastinator Sneasels is back with another last-minute mailbag question. Been away from the Pokemon in the community for a while, unfortunately, so I can focus on what to do with myself now that I've graduated. I ended up moving back to my parents' house, which was totally what I was hoping for all along. Now I can live the after-college dream of a 20-something living with their parents and wondering where the <laughs> I go wrong. At least he has a sense I of humor about the situation. So much right right. Now. <laughs> At least you graduated. <laughs> I dropped out. Yeah, that's true. That's, yeah, I mean, okay. I don't, it depends what his degree is in. I don't know what it is. I mean, a piece of paper that says you have a degree and having spent your money is better than not having a piece of paper and then still having spent the money. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Right. Graduate, kids. <laughs> uh, keep going, Shane. As for the mailbag topic, yeah. I absolutely love the Polka Special manga, especially the first arc of RBGY. It's much more true to the game and is more realistic if Pokemon were real. Like Pikachu inflicting Toxic with his tail. Always wonder how that worked. For example, the trainers fight alongside their Pokemon and often take a hit from the opposing side as well. And not every attack had to end up causing an explosion. Looking at you, anime. It's also more mature as people in Pokemon have the risk of dying and sometimes do. Example, spoiler. Erica slices up a drowsy spy with Petal Dance. The plot leaves you wondering what's going to happen next, and there's a good conspiracy that'll leave you guys guessing. Not to mention some good laughs as well. Hope to see you guys in the forums and chat. Peace and poppin', Sneasel. P.S. Congratulations to Sublime Manic for his. Teach for America success. Looking at AmeriCorps myself, and you're an inspiration. P.S.S. The vegetarian tagline is part of my email signature. That's why it's always there. P.S.S.S. Due to pop, due to the pop, popularity of berry juice and fermented mumu milk, as an as example by last week's mailbag recipe. Please do not abuse the shekel population as their numbers have dwindled over the years. If they ever decide to raise, right. Up the power trick and roll out our cities. Sneasels. <laughs> All right. Uh, our last email here is from Mega Man. Mega Man here, emailing to another episode of Puckly Goodness. The first three volumes in the manga provide a fresh look at the Pokemon world, and I like how it gives red and blue real personalities and builds this universe that that's unique from the anime and games. I was stunned by the originality of it and liked the pacing even better. Though I believe the Elite Four story arc was drawn out a little bit, I did like the depth that was given to it. From your friendly neighborhood puckle lover, Mega Man out. Sent from my iPhone. 
Uh, all right. So is anybody uh, anybody happy with any of these people uh, for the mailbag? No, they were awful. Just trash them and stop. I'm kidding. They were great. I like Sneasels. Sne- I think he might already have it. Let me no. double check before I say anything because he's going to be like, He'd be like, that's just going to say that I had it and I didn't have it and so I didn't get the badge. And now I ha- he looks like he has it. One sec. Is this a- it's a picture of a Sneasels. I hate that it doesn't have like the person's name on here. He has it, yes. Cool. Okay. I was thinking him too. We got so Basket. Was... Basket got it last week. That's Yeah, that's right. 8-Bit Loki? He got it. I'm pretty sure. What about uh, old Snag here? Uh, Snag got it as well. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, this We're is pretty hard. This is pretty hard. Jester. Jester might We don't have to give it out. If we don't think they deserve it, they don't, they don't need it. Mega Man does not have it, though. Okay, I don't know. Uh, I don't think anyone... I don't think anybody really deserved it that doesn't okay. already have it, there if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, oh, wait, were... no! 8-Bit yeah. Loki does not have it. Yeah, see, I told you. So maybe maybe eight bit Loki should get it this week. I can give it to eight bit Loki. He had a pretty solid. That's it then. Bag with quite a bit of content. Eight bit Loki, you get the mailbag badge uh, or the green Taurus badge. Go to the website and submit for it. Uh, I did not have an idea for an episode next week. Uh, <laughs> I've been falling behind because I've been working on some other stuff, but I I am planning on like getting topic episodes all lined up very soon. So <laughs> if you do have actually topic Ram- ideas, please send them Ram- to PuckelPod. What? Random Pokemon merchandise. No. Uh, yeah, dude, you should totally do it. I hate doing that because that involves <laughs> a lot of research. Email in the random crap that they have and you just talk about random crap that you've seen or have. That'd be such an easy episode. It'd be fun. No, okay. I don't want to do that. I, I feel like that'd be better for like a YouTube setting. Than you heard it here first. Thatch hates Pokemon. <laughs> uh, I, I, well, somebody mentioned doing a contest episode, and that's something I can get into and just play contest this week. Uh, so I think I want to do a contest episode uh, for Super Contest and Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Oh. I know. <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever. I still think it's a fun... I mean, maybe it'll expand into, like, side games in t- general if I'm uh, if I'm feeling like that. But... I'm not talking trash on the contest. I just check it talk, uh, talking trash on Ruby, oh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. <laughs> so uh, I- I'm going to do a Super Contest episode or something of that sort. I think I've done something in the past with this. But probably just dumped it because yeah, it wasn't very good. Super contests are actually very fleshed out, and I like their uh, I like their mechanics. So uh, we're gonna we'll talk about super contests next week. Uh, so mailbag next week. Uh, have you played contests? What do you think about them? Do you think they're dumb? Send your email into pucklepodcast at gmail and tell me what you think. Uh, also, you can send anything. Topic ideas are very welcome right now because I'm starting to run low in my bank of topic <laughs> ideas. And uh, need I need some more of those. Uh, and I also I also love doing episodes that you guys suggest because I know that it's something that you will enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. So contest is something is what we're gonna do next week. Um, you can also in the meantime though, if you want more puckly goodness during the week while you're waiting that extra content that should be coming in September, uh, you can uh, follow us on Twitter, find out when all that stuff happens and it's posted. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Tumblr. You Twitter, can YouTube. You can subscribe to our YouTube to get ready, just to get ready. Uh, we, should, we should just shorten this to Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube. Uh, what else are we on? Well, okay. Well, you can also subscribe to our subreddit, r slash puckle. And 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 uh, most of all, if you want to come and hang out with us, pucklepodcast.com. 
and on top of that, one final thing, if you do have the time, you can come ahead, go ahead and review us on iTunes, even if you aren't, uh, or whatever you're listening to us on. Review us there. There's got to be a place to review us. Uh, that helps people find us, helps us uh, and will help us subsequently grow. And when we grow, we can do bigger and better things, and we can have a lot more fun. So uh, on top of that, if you do feel the need to uh, monetarily uh, support Puckle, you can do so by donating to us at the website. Uh, there's a nice donate link there. Uh, it helps us out. All 100% of the money that goes to Puckle uh, goes back into Puckle. By that I mean it goes into prizes for tournaments, it goes into paying for the website, keeping everything hosted. Um, I don't think I've even bought any equipment with it uh, for recording or anything. So none of it goes to like any of that. Uh, I would like to have a nice cash flow though for us to like be able to buy like microphones if somebody needs one and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, just um, for you, better quality. Are you using recording? But uh, yeah, so that's it. Um, until uh, until next time, I guess I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Bosvis. I'm Shem. I'm Shemu. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.